What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Tom from Hello Sport. Eddie is still away holidaying and he has earned it. There's no man that has earned it more than Eddie. With all the humour he has brought this year, you could argue he has earned it the most of any man in Australia. He's still holidaying. He won't be back next week. It'll be the week after. I'm so, so keen to have Eddie back. But until then, it's me and Tom manning the ship. Uh, you guys are really going to enjoy this uh, episode. It's a bunch of absolute shit talk. Absolute shit talk. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. As usual, brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. It's the beer of, you know, sitting around and having a yarn with your mates. Grab a six-pack or grab a case. Sit down with your mates and talk about whatever you want to talk about, whether it be sport, whether it be whatever's going on in your life, work. Have a chat, have a yarn with your mate over a beer uh, and just enjoy yourself. Live life, baby. Live life, as usual. Let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, the return episode for one half of Hello Sport. Now, dare I say the better half or is that... Is that not true? No, that's commonly accepted, Denon. The better wow. half is here. That's that's not sort of That's not up to debate. No, 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 that's just sort of straight up and down. Eddie to tell wow. you himself. Really? Yeah, yeah, he would. He's humble like that. He sort of he knows he knows where it's at. Well, wow. I thought you were about to say he knows his place and I was gonna well, say Well, I pulled myself back from saying that. <laughs> I thought that might have been too aggressive. <laughs> that is pretty aggressive, especially when he can't defend himself here. And 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 to be fair, he is sunning his dick right now. That dick is as brown as a berry. Um Eddie feels the need, I think, at the end of every year to have a good 20 to 30 days off. Okay. Just back to back. Well, he delivers. He deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah. No one deserves it more than Eddie. Yeah. It's almost dick tanning time. If that dick doesn't come back 12 to 13 shades browner, then I'm going to send him home. Yeah. And we need to see it on air. Yeah, you know, he'll show it. (laughs) He's a shower. Is he? Well, if it's brown. Um, so, you know, I hope, Eddie, you're enjoying yourself, mate, if you're watching this. Um, be interesting to hear your thoughts on the better half and also knowing your place. That's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but I hope the dick is brown. I hope your dick's brown. It's as brown as it gets. Like, that's what I got I, an update of it today. <laughs> we did the podcast this morning via Zoom. He flashed it. I was like, okay, good. Yeah, okay. What, what, what's the date today? The 4th? He's yeah. got a good you know what's, um, more days. I hope, like, in a thousand years. You know how, like, sayings start at the start of, like, hundred years ago and they mm. morph into something else mm-hmm. i hope one day that hope your dick's brown means hope you had a good time hope you had a good a yeah. nice good long break yeah good time good long break yeah so before holidays people say to each other hope your dick's brown how's your holiday mate dick is as brown as it gets um so eddie hope your dick's brown new year same rhetoric not New Year's same <laughs> rhetoric. New Year's same nonsense. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, Eddie is away. Yes. He is actually tanning though. We have no, seen no, him by is. the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was almost the video with, with the selfie video. I loved the, just the tip of the hair on the he's chest. Got, he's got the hairiest chest in town. But it, it's a tease. It's, oh, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm ready for he's go. like He's got chest hair like sort of 70s. Basically, Bond, James Bond's all the way up to Pierce Brosnan. Daniel Craig obviously waxed within an inch of his life. Within the inch of his life. Eddie is sort of Pierce Brosnan back, Bond level I reckon Craig there. Gooch wax. Huh? I reckon Craig would Gooch wax. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daniel. Of course he does. <laughs> Veet Moose it. I mean, you Veet Moose if you don't want to wax, because obviously waxing's yeah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But I, do but I feel like he's 007, so he'd be able to take the pain. <sighs> well, he can act like 007. <laughs> I do have a friend who opted for Veet Moose. <laughs> On the cock and balls. <laughs> and I think he had like a big weekend coming up with the Miso or his Ooh. girlfriend at the time. And, and look, let's, 
you know what? I want to get rid of the rhetoric that men don't prepare themselves for women. I prepare myself. I don't veet moose anything. Oh, there's no veet moosing going on. No. But, I mean, I prepare myself. I'm not going in there fucking guns blazing with a big bush hanging out. No. Some do. I've got friends who are, like, just pro-bush. I'm like, look, that's all good for you. I pro-bush am more, very selfish. I'm more just like, imagine just like my beard, but <laughs> down there. It's not long. It's not out of control. It's respectful. Yeah, it's tight. It shows that you respect the person. It's like a garden. <laughs> Oh, it's good to know. Mm. Um, so it's, it's good that... Anyway, Eddie's Eviet Moose, sorry, that was it. Eviet Moose yeah. is junk and a horrendous rash emerged. Oh, no. And the weekend was ruined. The weekend was ruined. Dude, so I saw it. It was fucking... Dis- he could have just gone dark, though. It looked. Turn the lights off. It looked... No, because I think any friction would have... It was like... It looked a like real rash. hair had been individually removed. Wow. Yeah. He went the big play and it didn't pull off. <sighs> Bro, it was hard to look at. So what rhetoric was he using to avoid the sleeping together? I don't. I didn't get that far. I yeah. just had one look at the thing and went, you, "That's not operation." She might have been like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he doesn't even want to hook up with me." What a loser! No, he's one of the. He's the sort of person who would. He's not backwards in coming forwards. He would have let her know. Like, oh, he, he's on the front foot, maybe. He's a front foot operator. Yeah, okay. He would have found it. He found it funny on the surface. You don't want to play defense on a date. Well, but certainly not when it's that's like it was his girlfriend, not like a. A date like oh Tinder date yeah. it was like with well, Tinder date you don't want to go front foot you don't want to go I've got cancel to rush the up. fucking date like, you just go sorry I'm sick if you rocked up to a Tinder date and said I got to rush I'm a cook that ain't going anywhere that's not front foot footy no that's that's a horrible play you just lie <laughs> just say uh, I'm not into sleeping with women on the first date sorry uh, I'm a gentleman yeah with a rush on my cock Matt, uh, chivalry isn't dead no it's not um, but if you looked at my cock you might think it is because <laughs> it looks dead it like, looks dead like, like dead dick yeah it looks like it's been stung by a million bees. <laughs> So what you've learned from this podcast is don't tell your Tinder date you have a rush dick. But if you have a girlfriend in a committed relationship, you love each other more than the physical attributes, say you've got a rush dick. Well, yes, there's some caveats here. If you tell them, if, tell them before intercourse, you can't be just going around willy-nilly if you've got a rash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If there's a rash down there, then you have a moral obligation to either call it off or let them know that they are sleeping with a pig. Yeah, absolutely. And they probably already know that if you listen to this podcast. Yes. Have it on in the background while you make it. Yeah. We're the new Barry White. Look, honestly, they would assume you're a pig if you listen to this podcast, but it is always good to clear up that you are a pig. Yeah. Um, And also a dribbler. Correct. And to be fair, and something else that hasn't really been, I feel like the dribble, and obviously Tom and Eddie, Eddie and Tom's began the dribble. Um, I've contributed in the small ways, hopefully. Uh, Certainly. Um, Certainly. But I feel like dribble has helped a lot of dates. Think about the blokes that didn't understand the art of dribble. But isn't dating all about dribble? Conversation in general, Denon, is about harnessing the powers of dribble and yarn. And on a date, you need to be able to pull it out. Now, what are you dribbling about is obviously important because if you start talking about fucking defensive stats from a... Don't bring up Bowen 6 or 7. Don't bring up Scotty Bowen 6 or 7 unless you've got a real tight highlights package. I think that's... That's that's yeah. all right to bring up. You check this within, out. Within seven days of it, I think you could, yes. have, you could have rolled that out. Yeah. But in, in seven years' time, no, on, a, you, on a date, don't bring up bowling six for seven. You can't hark good. back to a, an Ashes test from six And don't years say, bowling has got six for seven at the Q. Don't mimic commentators. The G. Oh, sorry, the GQ. <laughs> <laughs> the MCQ. <laughs> you know what? Say Q because they won't even know. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You can. You can fuck that up on a date. Look, if you're that far down, you're already gone. So yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want. That's true. You can. Um, anyway. If you want any more dating advice, just let us know. We'll yeah. fucking DM us for dating advice. Um, I also wanted to talk about you've come. 
you've come in holiday mode. You've you've kind of um, this is it's there's a line between trying to alpha me and disrespectful. Where do you think that is? Oh, uh, look, I'd say it's a healthy mixture of both. <laughs> I refuse to wear a t-shirt at this time of year. That's not entirely true. Yeah, it's certain temperature and humidity levels would dictate whether I'm wearing a t-shirt or not. Okay, she hot. She hot, and yeah, she I was hot. I was sitting again. I started the morning doing a podcast with Eddie, and where I do it in my house at that hour of the morning is mm. just getting absolutely pumped with sun. Oh, so it's it's sun rising kind of sun rising. Yeah, it's okay. east facing punters and drillers, and so I was just like, "Fuck, this is not t-shirt weather." It was almost no shirt weather, but we film it, and I'm not in comeback nick so you're not in comeback nick. You've got in good nick though. You've I've, lost a ton of weight. I have, but then mm. I. Like I've had a, I've still, you know, like I'm not, I was a fatty and now okay. I need to get like cut beyond belief, you know? Uh, okay. All right. I'm not Brad I'm Pitt cut yet. You're not Brad Pitt, Troy, Hector. Hector. I'm not Brad Pitt, Troy, Brad Pitt Fight Club yet. Yet. Or ever. I can see it. I can yeah. see it happening. Huh. Um, so it was, a, it was a loose shirt thing. Yeah, look, uh, to be honest, it is slightly disrespectful, but at the same time, I like the play. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. you gotta, you got to see it and you got to As a fellow man, that I, I feel like I'm securing myself. I respect it, mm. but I'm also insulted. you got to make the play, though, <laughs> and I would encourage you to maybe roll in with a shirt next time. I've got, I got – look, there's nothing there. Yeah, but it's not about chest hair, although I do have a little bit. I think it's all about chest hair. Well, yeah, but, like, this is misleading because it makes you think that I'm – like – there's, they've got a little bit, look, I've got bald here. i got like sunflower around my nips. Okay. There's nothing down there. Okay. So I'm pretty smooth below the button. <laughs> well, I'm glad that everyone knows that now. Yep. Tommy, smooth below the smooth button. Smooth below the button. <laughs> Ish. Smooth-ish. <laughs> smooth and in the garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Eddie, we miss you, mate. We miss you. We wish you were here. We will see you not next week, but the week after, and I'm sure it will be glorious. Uh, brought to you, this great chat is brought to you by Bloke and a Bar Beer. It's also brought to you by Hello Sport. Uh, have you got any merch left, or is it gone? Got, I think that. Forgive me, I was vaping. Very disrespectful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, when I'm you have just, the year yeah. that when you have the year that Hello Sport had, you can come into Bloke and a Bar and disrespect me. I almost wore sunnies. I was like, you know what? It's summer. I'm sweaty. <laughs> Fuck. You'll it. blow the vape in my face next year, I reckon. <laughs> I might have to. I might even can some vape. <laughs> Sell it. No, I think maybe like some mediums, but it'd be like, fuck all. And we grossly underestimated the general weight of our audience. Mm. I think we went over this so you thought your audience was betas. I think we, we thought, well, we just thought Which is really disrespectful. Well, I didn't think they were. We thought we had a few more mediums in the group, but we don't. <laughs> and what's crazy is like, not only did you think you had smaller guys, you also didn't have any for the thickies, thick boys. Well, that was a sourcing issue that okay. was out of my control. <laughs> and we have made a promise to the thickies of the punters and dribblers community that we will be getting some 4XLs for you. You're on 4XL. Well, that's what some of the requests that have been flying. Really? In. Three and four. We wow. went to double XL. We thought that was enough. We thought wrong. Okay. I, I've got, I, you know what? I have to admit something. I also did the same thing as you guys. There you go. I didn't have anything for the thickies initially. I think we do three XLs now, but four XLs, that's some thick boys. They're getting thick. They're dude. getting thick. Absolutely. Uh, but also brought to you by uh, Bloke in a Bar. Uh, and I just deleted the stores. Okay. There's 10 stores, 12 stores to go and check. N17 Burger Co. in Port Douglas. It's on tap there, so go down, check her out on tap. Liquor Barons Melville, Melville in Perth. Legends Forest Hill near Wagga. Redlands RSL Club on tap. 
Louis Liquorbarn in Cairns, Black Sheep Bottle Shops. All of the Black Sheep Bottle Shops in Brisbane will always be at the Black Sheep Bottle Shops. If you go one down the road, jump in, uh, or sorry, uh, go check her out. Uh, Bayfields Belrose, DY Hotel Bayfields. Okay, another Bayfields place, cool. IGA Liquor George Hall, Fleet Street Wine, Taramara, Corkscrew Cellars Rose Bay, and Crown West Cellars in the gong who is actually groundware sellers has been with us since our initial beer launch with the bottles day one day one so if you are in wollongong go and support crown west sellers because they have supported us literally before like everything like at the start probably four or five years ago crown west sellers loyal love it um could i ask one question as well or it's a favor yeah sure could you because you run this show you run this shit yeah okay can you get the fucking thing on tap in here so that I can have some? It's on tap over there. I thought it wasn't last time we checked, like, as in you didn't have a keg in there, but you needed to get We did have a keg. a keg in there, and then you turned it off. There's a keg in there, but I turned it off, like, when COVID was happening. It hasn't yeah. been turned on since. Okay, well, may I request... I tell you what, I tell you what. New year, new me, new us. Coming into the new year, we will, like, we'll have that on, ready to go. Um, and we will give you mad schooners and that to drink That's out what of. I would like. Custom schooners. Give me a custom schooner with my face on it. We'll get you <laughs> and Eddie custom schooners to drink out of. Perfect. Write that down, Matty, as a note. Custom schooners. We'll do. Um, because it's a good idea. Why not? Why not? Why not? We're in Rome. Exactly. We're in Rome. Um, now, uh, plenty's gone on in all sports, but uh, breaking news. Ferguson has been sacked before playing any games of rugby league after he was caught in Japan with... Oh, sorry, he was allegedly caught with a white substance. I wonder uh, what that would have been. Omo. Omo, which is really... Omo is, had a big year. I think Omo a Japanese brand, so it makes sense. It does make sense. It's been a big year for Omo. Huge year for Omo. Different, dif- different tactic of marketing. Well, it's a rugby league tactic. I mean, we say this every time. If you think that Blake's getting sacked without a payout under the table from whatever the fuck the name of that competition's called... That was, let's get a leaguey over here. Let's assume we give him we give him a bit of cash up front, per diems if you're in the acting world. Give him, you know, maybe 30 grand just to roll around with first couple of days he's here. Introduce him to some nefarious characters. Yep. We go get him to pick up some Omo, mm-hmm. allegedly. Punch someone, allegedly. All alleged. All alleged. Our, our bloody... Uh, what's it called, rugby, rugby union competition in the headlines. Everyone knows about it. Blake's gone, probably to the Tigers, and everyone wins. I tell you what, great buy for the Tigers. Huge buy for the Tigers. <laughs> if I'm an NRL club, I'm calling. Well, that's in rugby league, that is a Saturday. <laughs> there's, tw- there's, there's two hours of, mm, maybe you shouldn't do it, and then, come on, boys, we're, we're rugby league. Come on, we're rugby league. Come Bring on. him back. Don't be silly. Redemption Bring back up. Blake. We love redemption stories. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's already had a redemption story. Well, let's give him another one. Two redemption stories in a career is always good. You could argue it's his third. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't argue against it. <laughs> um, and look, we, the good thing is, is he's brought rugby league to the world. That's the positive out of all this. Yep. Um, is that he's shown the world what we're about. And that is behaving inappropriately. Well, washing clothes and punching cunts. <laughs> That's what footy's about. That's what footy's about. Rugby league, anyway. <clears throat> so look, it's great to see Blake over there. I mean... Japan don't don't play around with that sort oh, of stuff. Oh yeah, There's and n- so he's already been sacked, eh? So he's look, yeah, reportedly. You know, goodbye for the Tigers. Goodbye for a Super League. He could win a couple of steals. He win a few steals. He could easily win a couple of steals. Uh, it was cancelled on January second. The club said, 
Um, that was it. Regarding Ferguson, the play contract was cancelled January 2nd. Uh, wow. Look, he'll be able to get a gig somewhere. Yeah, he can still. Fergie Ferg over in the Super League, he won't, he'll be, they won't be able to tackle him. European rugby as well, if he wants to have a crack at rugby, like, go, you can make some, some big bicky in European rugby. Yep. Uh, hopefully, look, in all seriousness, hopefully he learns from this mistake. Very, very silly. Uh, it's, and because he'd, he'd done so well, you know, he'd gone through so much in his early career. He turned it all around. So hopefully uh, he learns from this mistake because, as I said, he's silly. Very, very silly. Very silly. Um, but who knows? I'm sure he'll find a club, whether it be Super League, someone in the NRL. Um, also, whilst we were away, one of the great Ashes series. I mean, we had Paddy Blue Eyes coming out and absolutely dominating. We had Stark, who was getting ridden to all hell. Shane was riding him near to death. Near to death. Comes out and says, fuck you. Fuck you, brah. I'm doing the damn thing. And he did. Oh, he did the damn thing, all right. I mean, look, two things here. Australia love playing test cricket. Ashes test cricket in Australia. Mm. And England hate it. They're a bunch of weak, weak <laughs> individuals. Potentially, and this isn't me saying this, I must stress. Mm. Potentially the weakest collection of individuals in human history. <laughs> I know, dude. What a, what a crazy thing for someone. Who said that? I can't remember. I can't remember, but <laughs> someone said hell. it. You know what I love about that is it's like, you know, on the mainstream media, they'll just quote some random on Twitter, like, what a fucking dickhead. And it'll be like, such an like, ex-player is a dickhead. And they'll use like no, a They'll quote. write six articles off that quote. <laughs> and it's just a random person. It's just a random person. <laughs> Weakest collection of humans ever assembled. I can't go there. I, I don't think I can go oh, there. I'm not going. Bro, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what they're saying. <laughs> that's what they're saying. Speaking of strength, uh, Boland. Scotty B. Scotty B, who got six for seven in the queue. Um, in the queue, yeah. <laughs> at the queue, the, the famous queue. <laughs> famous MCQ. Um, that really is going to haunt me, I think. Yeah, no, it will. It will. Leave a comment if that was embarrassing to hear because um, it was to listen to as I was. But, yeah, that was just like a great story. It would have been greater if England hadn't been so meek. Like the day before, it was looking good. They they showed a bit of fight. Well, they bowled well to us. Yes. You know, Jimmy Anderson, every, he's 40 fucking years old next year, was just killing it. Yeah. He was ripping us apart. Fourth or fuck all, I think. Then, the next day, we just go, oh, okay, well, fuck, now you're batting again. Remember how that's been going for you? Not very well. They, like, they only needed to get, like, 60 runs or 80 runs. Just to, to make it. Just to, like, so we'd go in and bat and chase 20 runs again. But, like, dude, it was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen. See, I, I haven't watched much cricket, but I'm sitting there when I was watching it going, are we really fucking good, like the All Blacks of cricket? Or are we just playing people that aren't that great right now? There is – don't come to me for, like, truth around Australia because I'll tell you where the All Blacks are cricket every day of the week. <laughs> but it is more about how bad England are, realistically. Okay. Like, okay. we've – Scotty Boland is fifth – what is he, third choice as, like, a backup? You had Jahai Richardson, Michael Nessa – and then Scotty Boland, who, and they only really picked him, I think, because he's an MCQ specialist. So, like, 
you know, like he's not he's not a world beater, but yeah. he just he had, works a, he at had the queue, a day out. Oh no, he worked at the queue. He's fucking unstoppable. At the queue, he works. Yeah, so he just had a day out, and he was great. You t- can't take anything away from him. What I mean, talk about a historic moment. Like we'll remember that. I didn't even watch that much cricket, and I'll remember that forever. I unfortunately, Denon, oh, no. when this was happening, oh no, found myself at Taronga Zoo. Oh, daddy. It was daddy time. It was daddy daughter's time. I was at Taronga Zoo. Uh, weather predictions said no rain, so daddy rocks up in shorts and a T-shirt. Like this with a beard or not? No, were, no, it was respectful. a T-shirt. It was overcast, but okay. it wasn't going to rain. But you were respecting the people around you? I was respecting people around me. Okay. It was the zoo, lots of families. Yeah. I find myself at the seal show. <laughs> Seals getting into their work, eating fish, doing flips and shit, you know, clapping their flippers. And out of nowhere, one of the great rain benders of all time just pisses all over us. <laughs> Evie's pram soaked. I'm soaked. I've given because obviously I'm just a loving father. I take the jumper off my back. Oh, it's to a given. Her. Of course, of course. I'm unstoppable. Yeah, true. But then my phone starts going off, and I'm like, "What the fuck? God, he's taking fucking. He's taking another one. He's taking another one. I'm hearing people around me like, "Oh, fucking! See what's going on in the ashes." I'm like, "What the fuck is happening? I was planning on getting this." zoo situation out of the way then going home and pounding test cricket into the earth yeah all over before i can fucking leave and i'm like steph's like oh do you want to go into this enclosure i'm like nah you just take evie i'll just wait out here with zoe the newest baby and i'm just sitting there with the like watching replays on the pram just going like i'm a fucking i'm a loser i missed out on one of the great q performances of all time one of the greatest moments in the history of the q yeah um yeah but it was good he was going to retire scott bowen he was like thinking about retiring and was honestly no shot. If you were say at the start of the summer, is Scott Bowen playing a test? Not many people would have said yes. In fact, it might have been like Kerry O'Keefe who said it a couple of weeks before yeah. it happened. What I loved, the day before when he took the two at the queue, two at the queue, two, two, at the two, two, queue. Two. Um, two, 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 two at the queue. <laughs> Goes together really well. <laughs> um, yep. What I loved about it though is, and again, I, I could be wrong, I don't know shit about cricket, but it looked like he like actively went over and almost stole his chance to bowl. Like I think Paddy Cummins or Stark was going to come in for another over and, and Bowling was kind of like, like give me a crack. I, that's what I got from watching it. Um, I unfortunately can't add anything to that because I fucking wasn't watching. You didn't watch it. Did you see it, Matt? Yeah, that happened. So that, Scotty yeah, Ball said, "Nah, d- give me one more." Oh, give me one say, more. Give me one more. Yeah, some, well, I, I, I don't know. But he, he walked like over that. and kind of like took the ball off. Well, he certainly wouldn't have like taken because he's the captain picks a bowling. So well, like it was, he, but it would have. I wouldn't surprise me if he was like, "Give me one more go." Yeah, it was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he actually said that, but yeah, it was something along those lines. And then yeah, he took two. You could see he was really putting himself there to get yeah to get the get the chance to bowl. Um, and, and then, then you, he just and, and I think ripped. you see Paddy speaking to him, like just giving him some, and then he just fucking bowls two ripped two wickets, uh, and that's what I like. He what I love about the moment is it didn't come to him. He came to the moment. Like yeah. he could have easily just been like, oh well, I'll let Paddy or you know Stark or even Lyon go for another bowl, but he took the moment. Um, so Scotty Bowling, absolute god, and he won the Johnny Muller medal, which is. Uh, so he's like the second. I don't know if he's the, he's he's a second indigenous second player. indigenous player. I thought he was like the fourth for some reason, but he was definitely one of the like four or sec after. I know Jason Gillespie, but I thought there was someone before that. I don't know why, but anyway, indigenous player wins the Johnny Muller medal. Johnny Muller was like the first touring team, Australian mm. touring team to go to England was like all indigenous, and they played like a fucking ridiculous amount of cricket when they were <coughs> over there. Yep. 
And I remember like a year or so ago looking at the stats from Johnny Muller. Like he took a shitload of wickets and scored a shitload of runs. It was like an absolute weapon. And that medal's really sick. I think they brought it in last year. Yeah. I mean, it's just what an incredible moment for Scotty. Like there's so much yarn around it. It yep. really has a lot of yarn, a lot well, cricket, of angles. Cricket, that's what the, the more you watch cricket, Denon, the more you get into it, the yarn is fucking everywhere. Like, they can find yarn in, any, in anything. Because oh, they've got so much time to consume. But there's also just so many things. Oh, this is the largest third wicket partnership on a Thursday after fucking Christmas. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. sure. That's a cool fucking stat. Let's flash that up on the screen. Whole crowd cheers. <laughs> it's just there's, there's yarn for days and days and days. Speaking of yarn, serious question. Should Pat Cummings be our next Prime Minister? Look, I, I would say that Pat's probably the right man for the job. The saying is that the captain of the cricket team is the second toughest job in the country after the Prime Minister. That is a saying. Yeah. So, uh, and sayings are usually true. They don't come out of nowhere. Sayings are never hyperbolic. They are always 100% true. Paddy Cummings, whether he'd want to lead the country... He already leads it in the cricketing but sense. But that, that all, like, if he doesn't want to, that qualifies him. You want your leader not to want to lead. Yeah, you, you want know? your leader not to want to be captain. Yeah. You've got to almost hate the idea of being a captain. because yeah, you don't want an egomaniac that's like, oh, I'm the fucking man, I'll lead this country. You want Paddy Blue Eyes with his sweet... You imagine Paddy Blue Eyes negotiation table with China. We've got a trade war going on. Paddy Blue Eyes hits him with the Paddy Blue Eyes. Just, well, he just fucking bats his eyes. He, and then, like, China's like, okay, sweet, we'll get rid of the tariffs and we'll actually give you some good, you know, logistic prices. Exactly. Boom. That's that's exactly how that's that how negotiation works. That's exactly how that would go down. Um, so I think Paddy Blue Eyes would be a great prime minister. Uh, look, I'd, I will back Paddy. I back Paddy. I'll go as his running mate. Fuck it. There you go. <laughs> Do you reckon that there might be a few clips on the internet that may create a bit of a fuss if you become his running mate? Like you know? for me personally, like whether they might the opposition might use that against me to try. Yeah, and like the opposition me. be like they'll be like man, like so the opposition they're sitting there. How can we bring down? Paddy Blue Eyes Cummings, he's definitely going to win it. He's definitely going to win it. And they go, I want you to do the deepest fucking research you've ever done in your life to bring him down. And they're like, yeah, we've got it. Literally in five minutes, they go, but won't be here's a clip of Tom saying some really fucking stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, Tom last year talked about sucking off the devil. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, well, we can certainly clip that one up. In fact, there's three and a half hours of him talking about dicks, basically. So let's just get those. <laughs> let's just put that together. But maybe, again, maybe it's a bit of a Trump effect. I'm, you know, a man of the people. I'm not Trump. Don't get me wrong. But I say dumb shit. You're too follically gifted to be him. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. <laughs> Coming from you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> what do you reckon, Matty? Paddy for Prime Minister or what? Oh, 100%. I mean, I was just going to point out as well. Um, but I don't like Paddy and Tom. Like, sorry, I'm a fucking yeah, okay. good... I'm a Paddy good and f- Tom, 2024. Yeah, I like that. I think you should go ahead to uh, go against each other. I don't want to take on Paddy. I want to be right behind him. Yeah, yeah. he's he's not a good leader. No. Who do you reckon's got a bigger following at the moment? Well, he, he's, he's top of the heap, but I mean, I just think Paddy Blue Eyes is the man for the job. Paddy PM, I'll be vice PM. Every time he needs to leave the country, I'll step in. But it's yeah. a, I'm a figurehead. I don't know what I'm doing. You're their figurehead. You're purely yeah. figurehead. I'm just there like, oh, yeah, no. I'm Prime Minister. You know what? You're there for the dribbler vote. Exactly. And the dribbler vote, like most blokes are dribblers. Dribbler's actually probably – I might even be able to beat Paddy, but I wouldn't – But wouldn't Paddy, well, Paddy actually gets a dribbler vote as well. He would get the dribbler vote. He'd get vote. the dribbler vote fucking – But this guarantees a dribbler vote. Correct. Like they've gone through the demos and they've gone, you know what's the biggest demographic of all? Dribblers. You know where the dribbler belt is? From the fucking East Coast to the West Coast. Absolutely. Um, so I can see who's winning. Paddy, Tom, 2024, I'd vote for you. What would be your first order of business for you as a vice prime minister? If 
First order of business. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I'm sure you've thought about it. Well, look, I mean, it'd have something to do with rugby league, probably. Or, you know what? I might just, like, I'd, I'd organise, like, a box for me at every sporting ground in the nation. That'd be the first cab off the rank. And then it'd be, like... Like healthcare and... No, 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 no. That's... So, oh, that's well, uh, well, that's not in my portfolio. <laughs> Okay. okay. So my portfolio is like dribbling yarn. And so it'd be get me a box at every sporting ground. And then it'd be like, start putting like, uh, like, is it tariffs on like just the eels? You know what I mean? I just put tariffs on the eels. So tariffs, like roads leading into West Bank. You got to pay like 50 bucks every time. <laughs> so you just start upping the taxes in the Parramatta area pretty much. Just literally around the ground. I wouldn't want to hurt the punter and the dribbler. Okay. But the Parramatta fan is going to unfortunately feel the squeeze. I can't help it. You got a revenue raise. Okay, all right. Eh? I'm not. I'm just hearing the. You're the man. You're yeah. the vice prime minister. I'm just. The but I would chop her in if there was a box there because I okay. wouldn't want to pay a fine. You don't pay the, if you chop her in. You don't pay the fee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. So um, everyone, if you got a chopper, you're sweet. Yeah. Then <laughs> you and Patty Blue Eyes would chop her in. Yeah. Look, I like it. I think it's got a lot of legs. I think it's got a um, <laughs> bit of movement. Yeah, a lot of legs. Uh, now uh, another biggest. Uh, one of the biggest stories in today's news is the great Antonio Brown. So, argu- not arguably, sorry, allegedly, Antonio Brown was a few passes away from getting his million-dollar bonus. Uh, he strips off during the game in NFL. Have you seen this? Yeah, fuck yeah, it was crazy. And then he literally just walks off mid-game into the changing room. An hour or so later, the Buccaneers released that he is no longer a part of the team. Now, there's conflicting reports. One report was that he, they were saying, bro, get on the field. We want you on the field. And he was refusing to go on, which if that's true, then I don't understand the yarn about him being short on touchdowns to get his bonus. And that's the reason he walked off, because why don't you just go on and get your bonus? Yeah. But what is 100% true, what we know is true, is Antonio Brown has literally stripped half naked and walked off the field and then been sacked. Then got, went into the sheds, got changed, jumped in an Uber and bounced. Bounced. And then he put a post up saying Super Gremlin. I'm a yeah, Super Gremlin. What does that mean? I think Kodak Black is a rapper and he has a song called like Super Gremlin or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. That went over my head. But he's a bit of a problem child, mm. is Antonio. I think he got fucked off from the Steelers. Yeah, the Pats I think he was at as well. The Pats he was at. He won with the Buccaneers last year. He's obviously fucking good. Super he talented. Was, I think he was at like Oakland Raiders for like didn't even play, but like was there, then something happened and then he left. Yep. But he just seems like a bit of a dead shit. I don't know. Again, not knowing the inner workings of this story, if this was in isolation, you might be like, oh yeah. What could possibly Brady, have I think happened? Brady even said, Brady was like, Brady even said something like he's got some serious issues. Yeah. You need to get around him. So yep. I don't know what that means, but like he's obviously... Again, like when you see people act like this, you don't know what their background is or where they've come from or like what their sort of hardships have been. So who knows? He may have had a really fucked up life and he's not really, he doesn't make great decisions. Again, that wouldn't be justification for some heinous shit. I'm talking about throwing your toys out of the cotton, walking off the field. I think it was a fucking great little bit of content. It's theatre. Yeah. It's great theatre. He's like waving to the crowd and throwing all his shit. It'll be remembered forever. Absolutely. And I think part, like, if I'm trying to get in the sign of, inside the mind of the great Antonio Brown, I'm thinking that maybe that was his thought. Like, I'm going out with a bang. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's thinking, I'm angry about something, clearly. He's clearly angry. So I'm going, and I'm going to be probably fired anyway, maybe. I'm going out with a bang. 
and be remembered forever. You think that could be the potential? It, it could be. One comment that I always look for in times of sort of confusion, specifically in the NFL, but not necessarily limited to, is the great OJ Simpson. I don't know if you know him, but OJ, <laughs> one of the first people to put up a post afterwards calling uh, Antonio's behaviour inexcusable. Wow. That's, I mean... And listen, I mean, what OJ says goes, so... Yeah, I mean, kettle black, all that kind of stuff. All that sort of stuff. Um, well, Glass houses. I mean, yeah, I don't even know about kettle black. I, mean, I don't know where murder sits. A double homie? A double homie, I think, is worse than walking off in the middle of a game. Yeah, and that's alleged because he kind of got... He kind of got off. He did get off. Did also write a book like, if I did it, how I would have done it. Super weird. Super weird. But he was saying that it was inexcusable. Look, if OJ, if the juice, if the juice says it's inexcusable. The, then I'm, I'm, I've got to side with the juice here, dude. Absolutely, because he knows what's excusable and yeah. what's inexcusable. If he's not cool with it, I'm not cool I'm with not it. I'm not cool with it. The juice sets my moral compass on all things NFL and sometimes you, life. To be honest, you know what's crazy is I was waiting to hear what the juice thought about the situation. Yeah. Before I was like formulate my own opinion. Yeah, I was like, I wonder what OJ Simpson thinks about this because he is the guideline for how I live my life when yep. it comes to, you know, is Antonio Brown in the wrong for literally dogging his entire teammate in his squads, even though he could have just got that million dollar bonus and knocking on the door of the playoffs. Yeah. Juice thinks it's inexcusable, then it is inexcusable. Yeah. There was a period there where I was kind of like, I can kind of, I'm feeling Antonio Brown here. I can understand why yeah. he would do such a thing. Juice comes out, says it's inexcusable. I immediately believe. That's inexcusable. Yep. Um, talk about one of the great ironies. You could say that. <laughs> what you do you, what that. you got there, mate? Have you heard why OJ Simpson, he's quoted why he doesn't want to go to, he never goes to LA? Why? Because he could be sitting next to the person that did it. Because what? He could be sitting next to the person that did it. <sighs> That's a legitimate quote. Yeah. He's a wild, wild bit of gear. It's a strange, strange world out there. It's a strange world out there. But uh, Glass... He's, he's also got like groupies and shit. Glass houses, OJ. Um, OJ groupies to me is just mind-blowing. I know like prisoners and but like... But do, he know, doesn't even... Uh, Ted Bundy have groupies? Well, he, I think he's dead, but when he was alive. When he was yes. alive. Yeah. It is weird. I, what are they called? Does, isn't there like a name for women who go and like, usually I assume it's women doing it for like famous men. Because I think, what's his name? Um, Helter Skelter, Charles Manson. Mm. He had like a wife, I think. Wow. What? That is insane. So I guess looking to all you out there, if you can't find a wife and <laughs> Charles, Manson, and Charles can. Manson can, then you got to start looking in the mirror. And you got to start up your dribble game. You got to up your dribble game. I'm not saying go and commit murders and shit, but like. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. No. But you got to do something better because Charles has got to You know missing. what you should do? Murder your personality because it's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Create a new one. Create a new one. Yeah. Hybristophilia is a sexual interest and attraction to those who commit crimes. Bad boys. Wow. The bad that's, boy syndrome. That's deep bad boy syndrome. Yeah. Bad boy syndrome, very strange syndro syndrome. It is, but I get it. Yeah. Like leather jacket bad boy, not murder bad boy. Yeah, it's but known I, as Bonnie and Clyde syndrome in pop culture. That's oh, what I was really? more for a Bonnie. I was but it's like usually what's what's ironic about it, and I think we're becoming more clued onto it. Because even 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 men fall for bad girl syndrome. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's not exclusive to women. No. But I think like you're actually you're actually being attracted to the biggest beta in history. Do you know what I mean? Like usually Bad boys or girls have so many issues. They're a little child inside yes. trying to... They're um, acting out. They're acting out to try and... 
And so it is quite an ironic thing where you're, you're attracted to a bad boy because he looks like an alpha or a bad girl because she looks incredibly sexy or whatever. And that, that, that rage against authority is, is appealing. But in reality, it's just a little child. A bit of crazy is not that fun. Trust me. I've done crazy. Not worth it. Because you know what happens? Their trauma becomes your trauma. Yeah. You, you, not cool. You, you don't want extra baggage. Yeah. No way. Because not only do they, you get their trauma, they create trauma for you. So now there's fuckloads of trauma everywhere. you got more baggage than you can poke a stick at. And then you turn into a bad boy and you're a little loser. And it's a self-fulfilling on. sort of prophecy, yeah. I think is the term. Probably not, but you know what we're saying. I think they're with us. What do you reckon, mate? You reckon they're with us right now? I reckon I'm with you, so I reckon they're with us. Okay, he is the barometer of the He is. Would he ever say no to us? Probably not, because he'd get fired. Yeah, that's uh, the only thing. See, I mean, is he with bad boys right now? That's true. Maybe he's attracted to us because we're bad boys. Because we're bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Um, Yeah, that's the most incorrect thing said all year. (laughs) Uh, But look, Antonio Brown... You know, it's one of those things where when someone is so gifted and talented and they just, life is, like I'm sure he's had bad things happen in his life, but sometimes I feel that when you're so good at something, you, you don't learn the lessons of tension and failure. Yep. And like Antonio Brown, for example, he's screwed around at so many clubs that because other clubs will pick him up, it kind of enables that behavior. Yes. Because he's just like, eh. You get that a bit in rugby league. A like, bit. T- well. Fuck, you yeah. get a lot. Yeah, you get a lot. But- it's not necessarily that in life everything's come easy, but in their pursuit it yeah, has come easy. Absolutely. And so it's like, all right, cool. I, you know, I think of Todd Carney where it's yeah. just like you just can't – they can't get out of their own way yeah. and they don't really ever feel the consequences of their actions until they do. And they like – with Carney where it was like just he just couldn't get back into the NRL. Yeah, and, and like and to be really clear, this is, as you just said, that's not to say they haven't had massive issues and things to go through in their own life. We're just talking specifically about rugby league. When they play rugby league, it comes easy and you know you constantly have that safety net. So you're like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to get signed by someone else. And um, yeah, Carney, like Carney was super talented. And I feel like he did kind of come back. 2010 kind of came back and um, even at the Sharks, I felt like he came back. And he did. came back, it was just he pissed in his own mouth. Yes. Um, and look, when you're pissing your own mouth, you you know, back in the day that used to just be a bit of fun. It's look, it still is a bit of fun. I think in isolation, pissing in your own <laughs> mouth, you might be elevated to a leadership position. But it's off the back of setting your mate on fire and, you know, a litany of other things, allegedly. What what su- what sucks about the situation that situation with Carney is like that isolated was, you know, obviously silly or whatever, but it's, it's, it seems a bit harsh. He would lose everything over that. Completely agree. Um, that's what sucked about that situation. Like, you could kind of accept, like, some of the stuff that he stuffed up earlier, you can understand, yeah, bro, like, you're probably going to lose your contract. Whereas this one, although quite silly... Um, he was just an unfortunate, like, cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and it sucks because I, I would have loved to see Carney fulfill his potential. He yeah. was so good. Yeah, he was awesome. So good. And he seemed like a good dude. Like, yeah, he didn't seem like he was a fuckwit. He just nah, seemed like he was a scallywag of Absolutely. the highest order. I've had him on the podcast. He was legend. He's an immortal scallywag. He is immortal. He'll go down in history as yeah. scallywag. He, they even, he even released an ad with the... the well, I like the steering into le- it. You've got to lean into it. Because yeah. if you don't lean into it, it's almost used as a, as a, a tool against, yeah, as a slide against you. Whereas you're like, yeah, I'm the guy that did that. Hopawati has a bumhole t-shirt where his <laughs> finger's going into it. Genius. I'm like, where do I buy that? He Hopawati, doesn't sell them. 
You know, uh, Le- Legends of League. Yeah. Hopper Whitey was playing with a glove. With a glove. That's, that's leaning into that's it. That's leaning right into it. I don't know why Hopper isn't selling those hoodies. If you're watching, John, please, I will buy one. <laughs> Who um, the fuck wouldn't buy a Hopper Whitey hoodie with a butthole and a finger going into it? You're not necessarily wearing it to a wedding, but like, it's a good thing. It's, it's something you can get around in it. You can get around it too. Uh, 100%. Because like, if one of the boys walk in with that, you get around it. Straight away. Uh, it's a party starter. Yeah. And a party ender. Depending on where you wear it. And a party pooper. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Antonio Brown walks off. I'd assume NFL career done, you reckon? Potentially. I wonder how hard it would be for someone like him to pick up rugby league. I know, I'm not saying it would happen, but like just if you are so fucking – or whether it's rugby league – Go and play in Japanese rugby or one of these like competitions where there's so money in athletic, it. So athletic, so athletic. He's a freak. Yeah. Even sevens rugby. Yeah. Give me the space to yeah. run. Um, also, in incredible news, Josh Giddy, an Aussie that has been killing it for the last, well, for this season in the NBA, has become the youngest ever player to record a triple-double in today's... Uh, in NBA 95- history. Yeah, in NBA history, uh, in today's 95-86 loss... Um, to the Mavericks. Now, what is a triple-double? It's when you uh, record... Where is it? So it's like uh, double sort of digit points. Double digit assists. in three of the key yeah, yeah, statistics. Yeah. Um, so he, he recorded 17 points, uh, th- 13 rebounds, 14 assists, um, as well as four steals, uh, all while committing just three turnovers in 36 minutes uh, and finishing a plus six Plus slash minus. I don't know what that means. But anyway, a triple-double is double digits, so 10 or more in, in three of the key uh, statistics. So, for example, I'd assume a triple-double in rugby league would be, you know, assists. 12 try assists, uh, 12 tackles, and 12 tries. Yeah, not as in – well, 12 tries is fucking insane. It's insane, but what I'm saying is they're the, they're they're the, the, key, key, stats. They're the key stats. Tackles, assists. What else could you have that's a less – Line breaks. Head? Yeah. Tackle breaks. Tommy Turbo probably did it like eight times this year. Tommy Last. Turbo had three triple-doubles this year. Yeah, at least. <laughs> um, so, first of all, we wanted to say a massive congratulations to Giddy. He's also, just kind of come out of nowhere. He and is, again, I'm not a big NBA guy. But I'm like, not a big NBA guy, but he's also TikTok famous to a degree. So, really? he's working it. He's oh, working it. Oh, I love it. that. Um, he, he, there's a TikTok video, and I'll, we'll get uh, Maddie to bring it up, but it's uh, basically a... Uh, don't tell me to breathe, man, or some shit like that. I'll get it up here. As you can see, I mean, obviously a boomer right now describing it, which is... Yes, uh, you are. It's fine. I'm happy to, to be a boomer. I'm happy. Well, you are like 40. Um, <laughs> um, Literally two years older than me. Where is it here? Is it in the comments? It's in the comments, but... Um, what the hell? I think it was on TikTok, but 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 it's become a saying. Oh, it's gotcha! Be, like as in, I think I think Drake did it, and then he did a TikTok, uh, a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what do you mean, breathe, breathe? Don't tell me to breathe, breathe. That's what it is, basically. The, I am. What do you mean, breathe, breathe? Don't tell me to breathe. I can't be. Yo, bring me a shot. Bring me a shot. Is that a Drake line of a Drake song or some shit? I think it's a Drake line off of his video. Right. And then... Drake has an uncanny ability for just coming up with very, like, 
the zeitgeisty shit that gets picked pop, up pop by culture. yeah pop culture Drake's shit. the king of pop culture seriously like there's like you said like what was that song uh, uh, the Kiki do you love me and he's there people are hopping out of their car and shit God's plan was that I would remember being somewhere and the song came on and then everyone's doing this car thing and I was like what the fuck's going on yeah and everyone's like what well, you don't know fucking this and I'm like I couldn't have less of an idea of what the fuck's happening yeah. right now the other one that I wanted to ask is Bing Bong. Have you seen that? Bing Bong. All right, good. There's like a thing now. It started, mm. we got a couple of comments on our Instagram. It's Bing Bong or Bong Bing. It's Bing Bong. Bing. What is I, it? Bing, Bing bong. bong. And I'm like, what is that? What the fuck does that mean? And it's, I Googled it, but I don't know if I even really understood what the fuck it meant. I'm in your boat. I, got, I tried to Google it, but some, uh, I don't even know. It, it's some American comedian was outside a, I think an NFL game or something. And he, and now he, he just says it all the time and it became big. Can I don't you know. just Google Bing Bong? There was like the, I wasn't sure whether what I was reading was the explanation of it or like of what it meant, or just that it's like, oh, this is just a, it's like a culturally significant thing that means nothing, but also means everything. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's been other stuff that that's been like, um, that's been, that's- What does Bing Bong mean? That one that just down the very bottom? There's been heaps of stuff that I've been like, what is that? I don't understand. And then I feel like a boomer. I think you've gone too far down. Specifically, what is the appropriate context of using? Oh, God, don't tell me you got to listen to a fucking... Okay, so... Oh, yeah, sorry, not NFL. The New York Knicks co-opted it off some... And off some... Last week, however, TikTok video posted by celebrity gossip account at Dear Jane claimed that Ramos had been spotted at a strip club canoodling with a woman who wasn't Cephas Jones. The account also posted receipts. Uh, shortly thereafter, news broke that Cephas Jones and Ramos had broken their engagement and TikTok was not pleased. Am I even reading the same yeah, story? That's what I mean. I'm like, is this even it? What? I think, they've, I think we've been honey-dicked here. Yeah, that is. We'll just Google what is Bing Bong. There you go. Give me the, I mean, this is what sucks about the internet is that I got a, is this it? A phrase used to Urban Dictionary, viral catchphrase coined by side talk that imitates the chime that sounds when New York City subway doors open, the sound. Got it, I got it up here, got the video. Hey, yo, we got Byron's car wash live from Coney Island. Are you vaccinated? Yes, sir. I was feeling thirsty. Your mom gave me a gallon of Henny to quench that, you are. It's no snow on the floor. He's really skiing to Coney Island on a hard top. What we do in Coney Island, Colette? Real, son. We keep it real. Fuck your life. Bing bong. He had too many shots. <laughs> you want a shot? Hey, yo, Ariana Grande, what's up, mama? I'll come to Coney Island and take a spin on a cyclone. I miss you. Let's see that flip, boy. <laughs> yeah. With the yellow foams on. I have seven female wives. Go to my Instagram. What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Hey, yo. This is the Kim and Kanye of Coney Allen. Hey, Kim, they got shit on me. Yo, he got his phone in his balls. Steve Jobs did not die for this. If you see these dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hard. Bing bong. That's it. Okay, but like there were two different people who said bing bong there, right? So maybe it's like a Coney Island catchphrase? Cuz that was fucking confusing. That has cleared up nothing for me. That's actually... Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't an unfunny video though. Look, 
I think we just aren't the right age demographic to understand. Yeah, I don't like that though, Dan. And I like to think that I am fucking always well, I the think, right age. I think it's like, it's one of those, like, it's like a, a virus. Like someone, like it's when he said Bing Bong, it was funny. And then maybe someone that is famous watched that and then said Bing Bong in their video. And then it just- That's just how it starts. And then it starts. And then all of a sudden it's funny. There was, not, there was another one, I can't remember what it was, but it was a similar thing where I was like, what the hell is this? Um, but look, we, we get to the depths of the internet culture. We'll yeah. get it for you. Maybe we'll spend some time researching more uh, internet catchphrases. But before we do- <laughs> Sorry, we just it got famous. It got big because the New York Knicks started using it and their fans used it as a okay. catchphrase for their team. Okay. Okay. Right. So, okay. Um, so just quickly though, Josh Giddy, massive congratulations. Make sure to follow the Aussie boy, killing it oh, in, in the NBA. Yeah. Killing it in the NBA. Um, now- is, where, is he from Victoria? I feel like every fucking NBA player we produce is from Victoria, and I just would he's, like. I think he's from me. Wollongong. I think. Oi! I think he's from Wollongong. Nah, he's born in Melbourne. Oh, fuck. okay. Fuck. Damn, wasn't he playing down at Wollongong though? Because that that AFL vibe, I guess. Yeah, they're all tall as fuck. They are all tall as fuck. I wonder if like Victorians. I know AFLs played all around the joint, but like whether Victorians are like taller per capita. Per, per capita. Yeah, that is a. It's an out of the blue question, I know, and Maddie, that may. Be I don't have the answer find. for that. No. I don't have the answer for that. Let's everyone just ruminate on that for the next couple of days. Um, now on to more big news that we missed: uh, the great card that was Gallon. <laughs> One of the great <laughs> nights. One of the great nights. <laughs> One of the great nights. In it was. Australia. I mean, it had everything. It did have everything. It truly. Had everything. It had footy players fighting each other. It did. It, it had, had post-match, uh, post-fight post conferences. Dude. Oh, sorry, interviews. Interviews. Harry Garside winning with one arm and then kind of like the guy was still completely fine. Yeah. Uh, what about fucking godly strong, jiu-jitsu throwing, a judo throwing that guy and then punching him on the ground and then <laughs> getting disqualified. I whipped my phone out and I was like, I think he might punch the referee here. Like it was- I thought he would too. He was, the way he was looking at that referee mm -hmm. was like, he's about to punch this ref. He should have been separated. Like that's- They shouldn't so, have let him yeah. go out there. It was fucking terrifying. That guy is humongous. Yeah. And obviously he didn't do it, but I wouldn't have been shocked if he did. It, honestly, I was like, they need to separate them. Yeah, that is not that appropriate. Away. And he kept going up and asking like, Ugh. I don't know what he, like, I'm sure it was just a brain explosion, but like, Bro, you can't judo sweep and someone in the ring. I'm also an orange belt in judo, just so everyone knows. Um, <laughs> but you can't judo sweep, judo throw, I would have called it, but that's all right, semantics, and then punch him on the ground. That's not how we do it on the mats, bruh. Uh, it was a night of nights. Um, Freddie Lussick can take a punch. Oh. <laughs> how they didn't stop that fight. I was watching it with my missus going, this is so unnecessary. He's getting... Flogged. They were, they did like the maths on uh, significant strikes he was absorbing, and it was like one every six seconds, six like significant strikes to the head. That that where I was like, I can't. But I understand toughness and not throwing the towel in, bro. Like it, he's a footy player. You're he's a footy, footy player. Don't the, the extra damage he took was so unnecessary. That's the only thing where I wonder with like NRL clubs going like. With all the concussion shit, and again, mm. not like I love, I'm not anti the no limit boxing, the footy fights, they're great, mm. but you kind of do need to treat them slightly differently. Well, to that's, that's where I feel like they, 
in this. So I, I think the fighting's good because it keeps them fit. Um, it's really entertaining to watch. Obviously, the quality isn't there. It was a, it was a rush together card. So with everything with Co, all that kind of stuff, yeah. I can understand why the quality of the boxing wasn't as good. The people that complain about the quality of the boxing, I'm, I'm with you. It wasn't that great. But just as Paul Gallen said, where were you the night before? 100%. Where the night before was amazing. Like the, the boxing the night before was fucking sick. Um, and so, like, cards like this help pay for those nights. That's yeah. how they make it free. Otherwise, no one would even watch. Um, but just back with Lustig, like, this is where the, the corner, in my opinion, and the ref should have protected Lustig in, like, you're not a professional boxer. You're never going to be one. There is no point in you taking this extra damage. It's good you came in and fought, but clearly Talon May is a better fighter. Yeah. Let's end the fight. Keep moving forward. Let's wrap this one up. Um, you know, so yeah, that that was that. I was pretty surprised at that, and I think that uh, it's going to be harder for Roosters players probably to fight in the future because they're <laughs> going to be like, bro. I think that what what they need to do is maybe to fix this is going to the fights. Maybe let the refs know, bro. If they're getting fucked, if up. they're getting beaten quite convincingly, stop the fight. Yeah, they aren't. They aren't. What, what I'm not understanding though is the ref knows he's not a professional. But boxer. The, but that's when you look at the Harry Garside stoppage. And then you look at it, yeah. it was, but the guy was like fucking throwing punches and he yeah. was just like, wasn't in any real trouble. Yeah. It was most glancing blows really yeah, off yeah, the gloves. Yeah. And then Freddie, literally Homer Simpson getting fucking fed. Again, full respect to getting in there. It's not like, so a, tough. I'm not talking shit about you. It's just like you were getting pumped. So and tough, And they're just man. like, nah, yeah, keep it going. Jeff Fennick, I mean, the Ray Warren of boxing, when you get Jeff Fennick going, Bruh. Uh, what the fuck's going on here? Freddie's getting flogged. Get Freddie out of there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though. We, he, probably the toughest guy fucking in the NRL right now. Like, for him to take that punishment and keep moving forward and maybe arguably win the end of the fight, like the last you know, minute or whatever, or some of it, um, arguably, I said. <laughs> you know, he put up a good fight at the end there. He didn't give up. The toughness of Freddie Lustig. Holy shit. So tough. So I'd, tough. I'd just I'd go down so quick. I'd go down so yeah, good. That's, I mean, this is why, why he's probably going to be a great footy player because yeah. he is so fucking tough. Talon May, though, can throw him. He can throw him, Talon. Talon, mate. I mean... It was a brother fight. I tell you what, he's clearly been scrapping in the parks. Yep. He's been scrapping in the oh, parks. Oh, he's scrapped. You can tell Talon's scrapped before. He's scrapped with the best of them. Uh, uh, Justin Hodges versus Nathan Ross. I, actually, I didn't mind the fight. The fight was... That was probably the better quality one. I'd, I'd say it was I mean, the best fight on mm, Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Um, and let's be really clear. This is absolutely not bagging anyone because I don't have the fucking ball step in the ring. These blokes do. These blokes do. It's so. not bagging the guys. Like, I mean, they're not professional boxers. That's just what it yeah, is. That's sometimes you'll get good fights. Sometimes you won't, unfortunately. Did you think Ross beat Hodges, though? A lot of people thought Ross won it. I thought he could have. I thought it was close. I would have given it a draw if I'm being honest. Yeah. It was one of those ones where you're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like particularly hectic. Yeah. You know, like that was, it was the better of the, of the card. Um, and Joey Leilua defeats Chris Hornington uh, and then delivered a post-interview. Dude, that post-match. I, mean, I don't know if we've actually ever had anything rip harder on our Instagram. We, I just put that thing straight up. I was like, that is crazy. fucking golden. Pair that with, obviously, his, like, lyrical genius on the mic and then his missus there fucking flipping off Hopawati. It was beautiful. It was perfection. It was so entertaining and I, you've got to respect it. Fucking us. You gotta respect it because he online has been getting pizzled for weeks. You think that he would go down the route of like just, you know, building up the fight and, you know, I understand why some people may not like me talking up. 
He went the opposite route. Mm. He just said, nah, fuck yous. Yeah. And I respect it. So, so do I. <laughs> he was like, fuck you. You all thought I couldn't do it. Get fucked. Get done. And then the, I can't remember the dude's name. He's like, thank you, Joey. Uh, let's get the fuck out of this one. <laughs> you know, you can all go and get fucked. Um, and what's hilarious is that, so then they released an article like a week later saying, um, the interview is why now no one is going to sign, re-sign Joey Leilua. It's like, who bro, wrote that? Our uh, boy counting Fs per minute, fucks per minute? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but apparently that's the reason why, you know, he's not going to get signed. You got something there? Uh, actually, no, I won't add to that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> what, did you know who wrote it? Yeah. Okay, don't, okay, worry, don't. don't worry about it. Um, I thought he'd already signed with the Super League club. Yeah, he had. So what the yeah. fuck's that? Yeah, I think just a story out of nothing, really. Yeah, right. I, I mean, look, unless he's got some kind of inside mail or whatever, uh, but the article I read was basically like, NRL clubs were fully off. Uh, you know, someone might maybe interested in their off it now that, you know, he put but that interview together. He's already in the fucking Super League. He yeah. owns the club over there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Um, and then Gallic versus Lussick. Look, Lussick had literally two two weeks to train. Dude, you can't knock him. He was, he like, it, it would obviously be tiring as fuck. He's also up against Paul Gallen, who's been doing this now for like, was it two or three years post career, or yeah. even during his career. Yeah, he's a boxer, of sorts. And not only you take the intimidation. Oh, I would factor. honestly consider Gallon a boxer now. Yeah, I would honestly say that he would beat other solid Aussie boxers. Not, not. He beat Big Daddy. Other boxers that are at the same level of boxing he is at this. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, not young boxers coming through that have his record because they're clearly throbbers coming through. Yes. But other boxers that are journeymen that have had ten fights, a, a few losses. I reckon Gal would beat him for sure. Yeah. Um, because he, he's not he's also like another he's a different sort of beast yeah he's oh he's a different oh he's built different yeah like if you know some people say I'm built different he's built different if you say you're built different you're you probably different. aren't yeah you would never hear a person that was actually put together different say that they were built assembled different. differently no you, do you think you could say I'm assembled differently potentially yeah I've been put together in a different way than others most people yeah my Ikea step sheet was different to other people's when yes, I was born. Yes, when I was born. Uh, I was not given an Allen key to be put together, so we had to do it differently. <laughs> and I think Gallen is that kind of person. Yeah. He wasn't given an Allen key. No. He was, just was put together his yeah, own yeah. way. And missing fucking screws was a nightmare. <laughs> but um, built different. Built different, absolutely. Built I different. threw a little bit of money on Das to get. Oh, the job did you? I just thought, fuck it. It's yeah. three rounds. He's you played fucking footy. You played fucking. Played footy. fucking footy. There was, Gal was never really in trouble, but there was a moment where I was on my couch screaming my yeah, head. Yeah, I think that's when Darcy Lustig just blew his load. Yeah, he was edging, edging, thinking, you know, it, when am I going to blow? When I would blow, and then he's, you know, when you just say fuck it, he was going right up to about to yeah. blow and slowing down. Right. Then he just said, you know what? Now nah, fuck this. I'm just blowing my load. Yeah, fuck it. I'm and if I if I lose, I lose. And that's what he, you know, he just thought, fuck it. Fuck it. Um, so you can respect that. <laughs> Absolutely, we can all respect that. Absolutely, nothing but respect to the players blowing their loads in uh, boxing rings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now there's been reports that the Knights are looking to sign Kalen Ponga's dad in a mentoring role in the Knights NRL women's team. This isn't a desperate play at all. Could this, this keep Kalen at the club? Their CEO also said that they would sue the ass of... Actually, I want to get this up specifically to say what he said, because it was... When we talk about front foot... Footy. Footy. Or we talk about playing on the front foot... Yeah. This was aggressive um, rhetoric that is really front foot. As front foot as I get. the ass off. Just get it up here. 
I mean, listen, as I said, I don't think that there is anything desperate about this play. You know, I think that it's got nothing to do with trying to keep Ponga. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not accusing of anything illegal or unethical. <laughs> I'm saying it's not desperate. So he is, he, the CEO has said that is why it is 100% above board and right. We are doing everything right and any assumption or comment to the negative, I would sue their ass off. I don't know, and I'm not a legal eagle, but you would struggle in a court of law <laughs> to sue someone who's just negative about a decision that you're making. That is front foot if I've ever seen it. That's aggressive. It's very aggressive and does, I mean, it doesn't sound desperate. It <laughs> doesn't sound desperate at all. It sounds like he's just making the point that there's nothing weird going on, <laughs> which is fine. Um, now, could this keep Kalen in the club? Look, to, if I'm being totally honest, I've got no issue with stuff like this because, Neither. you know, he, he's going to... The thing is, is that the NRL are going to track it now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, they're going to so, make sure it's nothing dodge. So, like, for them... To, like, what, what could they possibly pay his father that well, would, would change Kalen's mind? No, I think he's just... The, I think... And again, do not take this as gospel, but <laughs> I think he's the first million-dollar coach of the uh, NRLW. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but, like, what, what could they possibly pay him? And also, the NRL would be going down there. Is he working? Like, it, yeah. it would be too hard. Is Kalen's old man, like, a rugby league guy? I, th- well, I think he lo- like I think he's really involved with it. Um, and he's already been helping the – he's already been doing it for free. So he's already been working with the uh, Women's Rugby League, like, billeting a lot of the Polynesian girls, I think, at, the, at his house and that. Oh, cool. So he's, They sound like a very lovely family. Yeah, he's already actively involved with it. Um, the only the only thing is like when you come out with that aggressive rhetoric, it's like wow, that's like if you if you are fully above board and you've got nothing to worry about, like that aggressive rhetoric is like whoa. That's that's what makes it seem so not desperate. Any any reasonable person would be like, how how could they possibly pull it off? What what would they pay his father to make it the decision different? You know, it just like oh. Do you really think the Knights are going to be like, oh, yeah, we're just paying him 500k a year, the father. We're just, no. oh, that's just normal. No, of course not. And no. also the NRL will be like, you know, has he been working? What are his hours for the last week? We need proof that yeah. he's been, you know, it's just impossible. I, I think it's, in saying that, it is still like, you still want his family to be around him and at the, like, it is, it's going to help him stay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's that's, no doubt it's going to help. It, like, stay. absolutely. And if you're the club, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Like, also though, like, could it not also it's just be Ivan a thing Cleary. that like, it's like saying, it's like saying Ivan Cleary being the head coach shouldn't be allowed because that keeps Nathan Cleary at the club for cheaper or, or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. In a sense, because like, Caelan Ponga's father has already been involved with the girls' team, already helping him. He clearly has a passion for it. Could that not also just be part? Obviously, tin foil hat. It's purely to keep Caelan, but. Well, that signing Ivan, signing Ivan was to keep Nathan Cleary. And, but that was. They were happy to admit yeah. it. So I don't see what the issue is with admitting that that's why you're doing it. But if you're also saying that he was already doing heaps of work for the club for free, building people, I could also see a very comfortable explanation where you're going, he's already been doing this for free and he loves what he does. It's a great fucking – he's an asset to the club because of this, this and this. So we're like, fuck it. Yeah, he is Kalen's dad, but it also he's been working for the club for free. We yeah. feel like we should be paying him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm of that mind. I'm of that mind. He's already been doing it. I, I, it's again the aggressive rhetoric makes it even. It just puts in. A, it's like the Streisand effect. You're trying to hide. Not he's not trying to hide anything. But, but that like, sounds like you're yeah. you're way too on the front foot here. Bro. It's like, bro, relax. Um, I think that would be. Who's their CEO? 
Um, I'm not sure. Phil Gardner, I think his name is. Is he a former player, Phil? Sounds like a name of a former Phil Angular Gardner. Player. Gardner. Um, but you know, what's it's just it's ramping up though. It's all ramping up because. It, Kalen Ponga has to exercise his ops in June 1st or something, July 1st. Some dribbler sent us a message saying that the game, the game before he has to make the play, he's playing like the Warriors, I think maybe even, he's playing someone in Dolphin Town. Oh, really? And so they were like, he's going to be getting 69 out the arse. Oh, I mean, guarantee bad game. He's not going to play well. Well, he might He'll be up all night 69 Well, that's true. Yeah, that's the only problem. Although sometimes that can help a footballer. It helped Warney. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where it's – I know the players don't would probably not enjoy this side of it where you're in the headlines for fucking all your contract, but, like – and it's no – it's not like it's Callum's fault. It's the nature of the situation. But until that decision is made, it is going to dominate headlines, speculation oh. everywhere. Oh, they're literally playing at Redcliffe's home. Yeah, that's what, that's what yeah. they're saying. Oh, wow. I mean, he'll be – he'll literally leave – the wind on in 69 and just straight run straight on the field. field. Just maybe rinse himself off. Wayne will walk out after. Yeah. Quick shower. If there's no time for a shower, then obviously we'll, you know, just... Keep fun. a camera on that back door because yeah, I reckon yeah, yeah. Wayne and the deck board will walk out after he runs on the field. Definitely. Actually, you know what? Keep a camera because whoever walks out that back door, that's where he's signing. That's where he's going. If Adam O'Brien, for some reason, even though he should just walk out the front because he's a coach, but if he walks out the back door, he's just wind on in 69 and kept him. Yeah. It's going to be a big weekend for Kalen. A big weekend for Kalen. Um, and he's not short of a wind on at 69, even no. people that aren't trying to sign him. He'll do it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, interesting interesting times. Also, uh, what is interesting times is your haircut. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to chastise me in the kickoff and then I forgot about the hair. I forget about it all the time. It was... Uh, an error on my part, which I haven't had time to rectify yet, but I also don't really care all that much. But I usually cut my own hair, mm. but with a buzz cut, unless you've got fucking elite, elite clippers, yeah. you're not really able to do it yourself. It was New Year's Eve. We were going to a little shindig at some friend's place, and I needed a haircut. Cause last time I shaved it, it had sort of all just grown out at one length. And I was like, fuck, I just need this thing gone. Yeah. It's pissing me off. But I'm a bit more of like a, I just want it done. I haven't planned it. And I just go to the hairdresser and see if it's happened. Yeah, and then I get the, there. That's how I operate. I get there and it's fucking packed. And I go to my one guy. I can't remember what the place is called. It's on Bondo Road. Do your own research. It's packed. So I'm like, fuck it. I reckon I can do this thing at home. Mm. I do have a beard trimmer. Mm. Not hair clippers, but a beard trimmer, which does have sizes on it. So I go home. I'm like, fuck this. Let's go. Size four I was going for. Mm. Start doing this here. And I'm like, that seems fucking short as fuck. And I'm like, well, it says four. It says I'm doing a size yeah, four, yeah, yeah. but I'm almost bald on the side of my head. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, you're here now. Yeah. You're here. Yeah, you're here. Get to the other side and see what you can do. So I start doing the other side. But what I had done there was, I have to, again, beard trimmer, Yeah. pulled the size thing off to get all the hair out, put it back on, already a little panicked at this stage, <laughs> didn't get it back to size four. It was just all the way down and just went, and I'm like, oh, now I've really fucked it. Because yeah, now yeah. this side's completely gone. <laughs> and this side's now a little bit longer. So now I'm trying to shorten it up and it was, 
like there's just the hair was getting caught and I was just yeah. and I was on a time schedule and Steph's standing there going what the fuck are you doing to your hair and I'm like I'm not sure at this point <laughs> so I just went fuck it there's nothing I can do yeah so I just had it like this and now I look like a fucking footy player yeah it looks very rugby league it's very rugby league I, I mean I appreciate it I, I will say this you can say it it could have been worse I feel like I, I managed to save it to a degree I've only fucked up here look you look you know what you look like a guy that's holding on to his early 20s, but it's not too bad. It's not the worst, but yeah. I am just going to be getting... And I haven't had time to fix it up since New Year's. Yeah. My mum was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. My daughter, two years old, You've definitely month, lost your class. You had a bit of class about you before. Class is all gone. But you look like Cronulla Wright. When I walked out of the bathroom, my daughter goes, oh no, what did daddy do? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you were swinging punches in the Cronulla yeah. Wrights. which... I wasn't. Okay. But I did get the text message. We all did. Uh, I sh- I'm just going to shave it off probably tomorrow. Yeah. I think, you, I think you, could, you could pull the shave. But I just don't know how to the play. Like, do I shave it all off or do I have enough? Like, I'm not a big fade guy. You're not a fade guy? I'm just a buzz cut guy or a yeah. hair grows out. Missionary. Missionary sort of, you know, meat Operator. and potatoes. Yeah. yeah. But now I do like, can you fade this fucking thing? Or have I fucked it so bad? There's no, there's no fading to be oh, done. Oh, people here. can work magic in the in the barbershop. I don't know. Get don't to know. a barbershop. I think they work a bit of magic for you. Yeah. Um, watch this space. Yeah, watch this space because it's going to be a journey. Mm. It's going to be a journey. Mm. I think you just go full skinhead. I'm thinking I might actually just do it. I've got psoriasis though, so I don't know I, how. You know, like you know how like we agreed fucking... that you know beards are like the push-up bra for men. Mm. If you went shaved head, I reckon you'd look alpha. Okay. Oh. Like, you're not alpha, obviously. Okay, well, that was a backhand. It just can't follow it up with the fucking punch <laughs> to the gut there. Um, but you would look it. And, and seeing is believing. Age, that's all that that's matters. All that matters. It's Instagram, baby. Absolutely, absolutely. Seeing is believing. I look tough. You look tough. And, and then you your just, chest hair out. Chest hair out, but then someone, like, threatens me and I piss my pants. No, you want it, but that's the thing. If you shave your head, you clearly want to get in confrontations constantly. You will get in a fight then. But that's I'll what you've been waiting in for. public. <laughs> that's what waiting. I don't want. No, I, I don't want to wet my pants. I think you've been waiting for the moment. You want that fight. It's got to come out of your system at some point. No. Nah. And I think that shaving the head could create the environment. What I which need. Would, yeah. Which Should you I need. get maybe some spaces in there or a neck tattoo as well? <laughs> Fake neck tattoo, shaved head. Yeah. I think you're getting a fight. I'll get bloke <laughs> across what, the neck. Could you imagine? Far <laughs> out. Far out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my hair. That's your, that's your haircut. That's your haircut story. How was the New Year's as well? Dude, it was nice. It was for the first time ever we went to a place where usually with like – we got a few friends of ours that have kids, mm. but whenever you go to like a party or something, you're usually like one of the only ones with kids. And so it's like, you got to break away from a conversation to like stop them running downstairs or you mm. got to go and feed them or they're shitting or they're sleeping or whatever. This was like a party where it was basically all young parents. So it just felt like we were all in a fucking chaotic hellhole together, which was kind of nice. It's like we could all have fun, but it wasn't rude for you to literally drop out of a conversation immediately to go and do something. Yeah. But it was nothing crazy. So it's almost the final step into dadhood, really. Because your mean, first I've, New Year's is, you know, just purely dad. It's a, I'm full-blown dad, but yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't drop my wife and children home and then go back out. <laughs> so it was that just a little reminder to the wife, you know, look, I'm still a, a scallywag. I'm still here. The, yeah. the thing was as well, I was, you know those nights where you're really just trying to push it yeah. and there's, not, there's nothing to be pushed? Yeah. I went out for an hour and a half and then came home. Oh, you really pushed it. It was nothing. As went in, back. And like we, the night itself was fantastic, but it was like I went back. It was right near my house, so we went home. You know what? Back. You made the crucial mistake of you were 
probably really enjoying yourself, mm. but you didn't realise that you were about to, that, that the party The party, had everyone peaked. was kind of like, yeah, yeah, everyone was wrapping up. But you thought you'd try to hold on to the peak, but you obviously- This is almost what I'm doing. I'm trying to hold on to the yeah, peak of my yeah. youth. Yeah. Fucking, you it's know. It's a metaphor for life. I cut my own hair. You just got to let go. You got to let it go. That's you, probably you the key what? to parenthood. Let go. Let go. And you should have admitted to yourself, you're a dad now. I'm a dad, dude. Yeah. That's it. You're a fucking dad. I'm just a fucking dad, man. <laughs> You're not a scallywag. I'm not anymore. a scallywag. I'm a dad with a shit haircut <laughs> and you know chest hair. That's impressive-ish. So did did you feel that your your partner was kind of like, yeah, that's the man I love and know, the scallywag. That's it. He's still here. He's still here. I know he's a dad and he's responsible, but that daring glint in his eye just of, wants to get back out there and rip and tear. Yeah. Oh, is that the door? Oh, he's back already. Yeah. An hour and a half later. And he's like, oh, he's a pussy now. Yeah, he's a pussy. He's asleep on the couch. He almost would welcome the scallywag baby because it'd bring a bit of spice. Yeah. Yeah. So look, I mean, did I enter the new year perfectly? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit haircut. Fucking pulled the wrong rein on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the kick on. Night was great up until that point. Yeah. But now it's about just making the right decisions and just fucking being great. It is. From here on in. It's about bowling at the queue. That's what it's, it's about. It's bowling at the queue. What did you do for New Year's? It's all about bowling at the queue because I may not have got it right, but it was still a great moment. Uh, what I did for New Year's, <laughs> I didn't do anything for the New Year's. Nothing? No. I went up, spent it with my brother and uh, his partner and his kid and my partner. Very chilled, very relaxed. That's still nice, though. I think it's still doing something. It's just like you're not ripping and tearing. Oh, there's like no, no ripping. I, I like, don't really. Were you even up at midnight? I'm not. No, no. Actually, yeah. no. Yeah, sorry, I was. I was down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> there you go. Bringing it in right. So, uh, bringing it in right. You know, very boring. What was um, the rabbit hole? Do you remember? Uh, it's this guy called Destiny on YouTube. He's. Uh, Is this a gamer thing? No, nah, not really. It, it's it's you wouldn't know what it was. It's, I definitely don't know yeah, what it is. Most Destiny. people won't. Um, but he's a big, he's big, twi big Twitch streamer. Okay. Um, but yeah, very boring. Uh, mm. Mrs. is truly uh, disappointed in me. Yeah, was well, she like, let's go out? And you're yeah. like, well, I've got to watch some Destiny videos. Well, she's like, what happened to the fucking rogue that I met that was, you yeah, know, fucking, the bad boy. What happened to the bad boy? Where's the leather jacket gone? Where did the leather jacket go? And you've, your testosterone levels must be fucking through the floor. She just wanted a double underhook. She just wanted a ground and pound. <laughs> There was no grounding and no pounding. No, nothing. <laughs> year ago, she would have got grounded. Oh, yeah, sorry, babe. Destiny just released a new video. Who the fuck's Destiny? <laughs> it's not a chick. Um, <laughs> so look, very disappointing. Um, but I, look, I don't know if it's fully like I don't know if the Dude, party you're basically lost a dad without kids. Exactly, which is the saddest thing you can be. You may as well just have a kid. A dad without kids is like a footy player without a scandal. Correct. It truly is weird. You need to go get a scandal, bro. Yeah, a scandal or a kid. We'll call your kid Scandal. Yeah, that would be good. That's a rugby league name. And then try to make a comeback in footy. Scandal Kemp plays first grade. Sk Are you serious? Scandal with a K. And like, if he ever did anything wrong, it'd be like, his name's fucking Scandal. What do you expect? S-K-A-N-D-Y-L. Yeah, I like scandal that. Scandal Kemp. But he would never get in trouble by the club because he'd be like, Oi, you signed a kid named Scandal. What did you expect? <laughs> like, you cannot expect a kid named Scandal... <laughs> To go out and not get in three fights. No, of course he is. Fucking name is Scandal. Him. Like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? It was good. I, I enjoy spending time with my partner. She is the best. Um, That's nice. You know what? what is like, until you get in a good relationship, you don't really, you're not really friends with your partner. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like most, every relationship I've been in, I'm not really friends with them. Like, yeah. I'm just like, 
I don't even know why I met. Whereas like when you're actually in a good relationship and you're friends with them, you don't have to do much. No, you, you can, can be enjoy each day. other's company. Absolutely. Comfortably, comfortable in the silence. Absolutely. Comfortable in the silence of, of lost dreams and- hmm. Of eternity. And, uh, of an eternity locked down. Of infinity together with yeah. this boring person that- Staring at infinity. Day by day, you're realizing he isn't what you thought he would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, he's in a YouTube rabbit hole on New Year's yeah. Eve. That's the thing. You know what's crazy about relationships is that it's just, well, especially ones that break up, it's just every day you're getting closer to realizing how much you don't like that person. Mm, yep. That's what it's about. Uh, Little inch by inch. Inch by inch. The, the internal hole and vacuum of nothingness that is the world and yeah. space. Yep. That's, that's what life's about. That's what life is. That's what relationships are. Even the good ones. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we have gone off the rails here, <laughs> as you can see. I think it's the it's the chest hair. It's a chest hair throwing chest me off. Chest hair, it's a haircut. Um, but obviously, make sure to follow the great Tom and Eddie as well on Hello Sport at Hello Sport. Uh, at Hello Sport podcast. At Hello Sport podcast. I think when you type in Hello Sport, it will come up. I'm sure it will. I just, you know, I'm, I'm a particular guy. Yeah, you are a particular guy. Yeah. I, but I felt like that was a bit of an alpha move, like to try correct me. Yeah, yeah, it was. Even though I'm trying to help you out, dude. It's it's the chest hair, it's the shirt, it's the haircut. I'm fucking, I'm way out of line today. <laughs> so out of line. I you know what it is? I think I don't think you fully accepted that you're a dad. I think you're a young scallywag trying yeah. to create confrontation. I'm just trying to trying to keep the fucking flames burning <laughs> of youth. Uh, punters and dribblers on Facebook, subscribe to Hello Sport podcast that has continued to. Churn. It's continued. The wheel has continued turning. Yeah, we're sport. still going. Still, still going. going. So you still get your content as usual. Grab a case of bloke in a bar from your local independent bottle. And I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs>